Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Today, I am so excited to bring a good friend of mine and now repeat guest back in for an interview. Today, you will be hearing another chat with my girl, Katherine Schubert, about the slightly controversial subject that is cold messaging. You all know that one of the biggest goals when it comes to my business is to put cold messaging to bed forever because I know that there is a much more effective way to go about building relationships with potential customers or team members, a way that has a much higher probability of converting for your business than cold messaging does. I teach a strategy around this every day to my clients, and I talk about it a lot on social media, but I felt like it was time to really put this out there for more people to find and hopefully adopt because I know the old way of sending dozens or hundreds of cold messages doesn't feel good because I hear it all the time from women that I talk to every day, and I need more people to know that there is a better way, and I want to help more women learn how they can finally say goodbye to cold messages forever. But at the end of the day, I am no longer in direct sales. It's actually been almost 10 years, in fact. So I totally get it if someone were thinking to themselves, what does she know? She is a totally different business and isn't in the trenches like I am. And I totally get it, which is why I wanted to bring Catherine on to share her perspective as well, because she is currently a Rodan Fields consultant, and her business is thriving right now, all thanks to what I consider the more effective strategy of building relationships online. And also what I love about Catherine, in addition to everything awesome that she is, is she actually sent cold messages to grow her business in the beginning of her business for years because it's what was taught to her and what everyone else was doing. So she's proof that even if that's how you may be kicked off your own business or even if that's what you're currently doing right now, which is totally fine, there's nothing wrong with that. We just want you to know that there is a better way and it's never too late to try something new. All right. So even if you aren't sold on nixing cold messages forever, or even if you think that we are crazy for suggesting it, I hope you'll at least take a listen to our conversation with an open mind because we not only share why cold messaging may be hurting your business more than you realize, but we share actual tips on the better way to go about building these valuable relationships. And we even talk about when it is appropriate to send out messages to people in your network. I'm so excited for you to listen in, and I hope that you get value from this. If so, we would love for you to tag us both in your stories and let us know what you think. My Instagram handle is at Allie I. Reeves, and Catherine's is at Catherine M. Schubert. That's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N-M, as in Matthew, Schubert, S-H-U-B-E-R-T. And by the way, if you're not following Catherine yet, do yourself a favor and do so because she is the queen of sharing true value and abundance and you will not be disappointed. Okay. Enjoy our chat. Kitty Cat, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here with me again. 
I'm so happy to be back. So happy. People love your episode. I still get tags in it all the time. Probably once a week, a couple of times a week, people will tag our episode and you in it. And I understand why, because we had a nice, honest conversation about the status of direct sales and how you, you know, where you were just a few months ago and where you are now. And that was, gosh, when did we film that podcast? That was June, May or June. June. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you have, even since then, you have mm-hmm. come such a long way. You have so much going on. And I wanted to bring you back just kind of like recap, but also talk about something specific. Controversial. It's a little controversial for sure. And I wanted to bring you on here because you said something the other day. I was like, oh man, that's so true. And you had mentioned, you were like, I'm trying to change an industry here. And I was like, wow, I am too. And it's, it's really cool because we're in totally different businesses, but we are both trying to help a very specific woman prosper Mm -hmm. and build a life that she's proud of, but in a way that feels good. And that isn't so hard, right? Like we're both trying to do that in different businesses and we're both trying to rid one specific strategy that is a little bit controversial. So I wanted to bring you on to talk about cold messaging today. Here we are. Here we are. Yikes. (laughs) And before, before we start this, I want to say this right now up front, anybody that's listening to this, You might be actively doing cold messages today. It might have worked for you in the past. It might be working for you now, or you may be teaching this to your team. And I want to say upfront, if that's so, I'm not saying that you're doing anything wrong. This is not to like make anybody feel bad or poke fun at anybody at all. Like Catherine used to do cold messaging, which we're going to talk about, um, I was an indirect sales long enough to, to go down that rabbit hole, but I guarantee you as long as, as long ago as it was, I would have. Um, and this is just a conversation around like, Hey, this is why we've all been taught this. This is why it used to work. And this is why it's not working now. And here is a better way. So I just want to say that front. I don't want anybody to feel like we're talking about anybody specifically or poking fun because like, I get it. I would have done the same thing and Catherine's done the same thing too. So it's just an honest conversation around that. hundred percent. So talk to me a little bit about like, what did it look like for you whenever you first got in with Redding and Fields and were you taught that like paint the picture? Yeah. So there was no other option. Truly. It was post on Facebook because Instagram, honestly, was just a family photo sharing platform. So post on Facebook, send your messages. The more, the better. The more you send, the faster you'll grow. And that is duplicatable. That's a word. That's a jargon word that the industry uses for you can teach that to somebody. It's easy. Anyone can do it. And that's, that's how you grow, period. Yep. And you did that for how long? On and off for two years for sure. Did it work for you at all? Like, honestly, um, honestly, I, I would, I wouldn't say no. Mm-hmm. 
And now there were, there felt like, okay, this is the thing. It felt like there were a lot of wins at times, right? So when someone says, yeah, I'd like to learn more. Yeah. You're like, okay, I have a prospect. They're in my funnel. Hallelujah. And then you get drug along, drug along, um, ghosted, all the things that feel very wrong. They feel like, man, I am a good person worthy of being joined in business. And now I'm getting ghosted by other amazing women. What's, what's not adding up here. And so that was the trend that I experienced. And that's the trend that's still happening now. And there's a reason why that's the case. And I will get into that later, but it it doesn't work long-term. I don't think. What I always tell people, because I work with so many women actively who still cold message and, you know, and I'm obviously teaching them what I teach and, you know, trying to help them transition in a way. And the way I explain it is, yeah, and you hit the nail on the head, like it feels like you get these wins. And that's why people are clinging to cold messages, I think. Like from my perspective, this is what it seems like to me. And I'm curious to hear what you think. But I think they're holding on to this because there's a lot of instant gratification with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you might get ghosted by a few people, um, but a lot of people will respond. And they're just trying to be nice. And like you said, say something nice and polite and say, oh yeah, that does sound interesting. Let me think about it or let me get back to you later. And it feels like a win. So whenever you do that 25 times a day, you could get up to 10 polite responses and it feels like you're going somewhere. And then if you do that enough, you're going to have maybe one out of those that actually moves forward with the conversation, but you also have 24 conversations times seven days a week that you have totally burnt that bridge because it feels icky. It feels, um, icky is just the word, I guess that I would describe. Um, I want to say strategic, but not that manipulative is what I'm trying to say. And there you're just doing more harm than good. So is that kind of what it felt like for you? Yeah, I just, I didn't, I think, and this is the feedback that I get almost daily now is it doesn't feel like me. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're an evil person. It's not like, it's not, it's just, Hey, that doesn't feel real to me. I'm a creative person. I am a really warm and relational person and this it feels very robotic and not real to me so it, there's just a lot of a, a lot of relationship taken out and even if the bridge isn't burned per se it's it's not being built exactly it's not being built absolutely um and let's talk about the history of this so mm-hmm. let's talk about first of all i don't know who came up with cold messaging but the person's a genius it's not a bad idea and back in the day several years ago when cold messaging was a newer strategy this did work there are people out there and this is what people argue well my upline there you know who are millionaires or who make x amount a month they built their whole business on cold messaging okay, well, back in 2001, this was working because it was new and people 
weren't aware of what was really happening. So it didn't seem so transactional. It didn't seem so skeezy. Um, and it did work, but just like everything, just like every single strategy, including the one that I'm teaching right now, people catch on or, you know, people, they just grow numb to it and it doesn't work as well as it used to. And especially something like that, would you, I'm sure you would agree, like people took advantage of it, you know, and as these businesses grew and they, they're getting thousands and thousands and thousands of consultants sending out 25 messages a day. And then all of a sudden, multiple people are getting hit up by multiple consultants and multiple businesses with the same, Hey girl message. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting to the point where it's like, okay, this has got to die because now it really doesn't work. For sure, because it it was special, right? It was like, oh my gosh, they literally are sending me an invitation right now. It was very special and probably very innocent and pure. Honestly, I can only imagine that when Instagram stories and Facebook groups, I don't, I don't know, but when when none of that was really how to create a community, that of course, of course, of course, um, and yeah, it's just even sending a nice honestly, like non-business related message, people are like, I know what she wants from me. Yes. They can smell it from a mile away. It's so, it's so dangerous. I got to say like for the trust that you have to have to have a new uh, amazing business partner, like it's, you just, you got to build the relationship kind of outside of that message first, in my opinion. Agreed. And that's what we're going to talk about. Um, and I want to touch on something that you said, you said, you know, the intentions were pure and good. I still think anybody sending messages nowadays, they don't have bad intentions. And I think that's, that's where a lot of women are standing today who were taught this, who maybe it doesn't feel great to them, but they, they don't necessarily want to let go because their thought process is, but this is a great business opportunity. This is a great product. Totally. Of course, I want to spread this message to 25 new people a day. And to that, I want to say good for you. Like I, I'm here for it. You're, I get that your intentions aren't good. I'm saying that you are shooting yourself in the foot before you actually are like, you're not even giving yourself the opportunity to fully share how great the business opportunity is or how great the product or service is because you're turning so many people off right out the gate by using an outdated strategy. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Yes. The intentions are pure and that's what makes it so sad. And that's why we're, you and I are on a mission (laughs) to be like, you, there is an, there is another way. There is another way that feels like it doesn't feel like quite as much work honestly and yet it is work and you reach more people and you get to share a very authentic message and it is very attractive it's it's ironic I guess or feels backward but it's the key and good things take time yeah good things take time and that is that's another reason why so many people have so much resistance because they hear what I teach And I'm very honest about this. And I told this to you, I tell this to all of my clients up front. This is not a get rich quick strategy. This is not a magic bullet. This isn't an instant gratification strategy that I'm about to teach you. This is building relationships. Like when you are trying to grow a 
solid team of people that are like you, that are driven, that are wanting to win as much as you are, you have to find those right people first. And Mm -hmm. then you have to build a relationship with them so that they feel comfortable joining your team. And that is not something that happens overnight. So that's another reason. But to your point, like it might take time at first, but whenever that compound effect hits, which you've experienced, which I want to talk about, then it's like, boom, this is working. And then it's just maintaining that over yeah. time to keep the, keep that flow of activity. So talk to me about what that looked like for you. Like whenever you started switching up your strategy and started seeing this consistent movement and growth and traction, what did that look like? What were you doing? Uh, okay. I can't wait to talk about that. And first I want to ease some people's mind about how long it will actually take mm-hmm. because I give advice to people who are in your courses or, Hey, I, I want to work with Allie. Um, you know, or they've just now started this strategy. Right. And it actually can happen a lot faster than people think. As long as you are showing up a little bit, people are like happy. They're happy that you're sharing. Mm-hmm. They're happy. And so anyway, I just get feedback all the time saying, Hey, I just got like two people reach out to me about a product just because I shared like a little bit more in depth and really with enthusiasm. Um, and so I, I just see success all the time on my team, outside my team with this exact strategy. So it doesn't take as long as people think it just, it might, you never know. And to add to that too, that that's a really, really good point to add to that. I want to say just because what you're seeing isn't like a straight up conversion, right? Just because you're not seeing quick people asking to join your team or people, you know, new customers joining an increase of genuine engagement is proof that this is working. It's proof that you're on the right track. And I tell my girls that all the time, like, hey, just because somebody isn't messaging you or replying back to a story with, I want that, send it to me. Or, hey, I want your team. If they're responding with anything, even about like where you got your shirt from or responding to the story or something about that is showing you that they feel comfortable enough to reach out and that the engagement is increasing and something is working. They're warming up to you. And that is the perfect opportunity for you to continue to showcase your personality and how awesome you are. And now the odds of that converting into something more is so much higher than if you weren't sharing. Yes, I have so I have so many thoughts on that. So I'm going to give you a little bit more of my history. Okay. So when I first switched over, it was pre- it was January. Great timing, new year. I'm going to work with Allie. And for anyone out there who is not working with Allie, I thought I had to have it all together before I reached out to you. And that was not the case. It was like, hey, you know what? We're going to start where you are. And where I was was in a very halted in in park type mode. So I wasn't sending messages, wasn't posting hardly, not much of anything. So I just thought I want this to work and I have got to do it in a way that feels good. So, um, at first, you know, it was sharing, you know, books I was reading, things I was learning and gosh, I can't even remember. I I'm sure I was consistent because the genuine relationships came, you know, more and more. And then it kind of becomes like, you're going to talk to your friends on Instagram. It's kind of crazy, but like they become like this, you know, extension of your community and it's 
beautiful thing because like-minded people kind of flock together. So all of a sudden you're with friends on the daily sharing, but they did not convert to like all these new customers in five minutes. No, I would say, I would say that, um, when I focused and even though I had my hesitations and, you know, Allie, am I doing this right? And how long is this going to take? I still remain strong. And so I would say it took about like a full month or two just to like build customers. People were not reaching out to me about the business really at all. Um, it took about three months for someone to reach out to me about the business. Wow. And, um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was like scary. <laughs> like, I have goals to meet. I have this, you know, slaycation. It was milestone five and I got this thing to meet and no one's reaching out to me. And then gosh, honestly, Allie, it kind of kept being like this, Hey, prayer on the last day of the month, prayer on the last day of the month, how's this going to work? And it always did end up working out through stories alone, through stories. Yep. Alone. Mm-hmm. And, and then, um, like you have seen and a lot of people have seen, there was a tipping point where people were like, Hey, this business, um, you know, looks attractive to me or, Hey, I want products. And if I were to want to be a consultant, what would that look like? And then that converted very, very quickly. So with that being said, when you can warm people up to you, build the know, the like, and the trust, people convert faster. They spend a higher investment and they're more loyal and long-term. They're not going to flake on you when one bad thing happens. They are with you because they know you, they like you, and they trust you as a leader. So that's, honestly, that's the real benefit because it's a stronger team as a whole. Lasting power. Minded people. Mm-hmm. I talk about, I refer to you all the time in my mastermind. Because, and I've noticed, I didn't realize this at first when I was coaching you, but now I've coached so many people since then. I see a pattern or so many people who are at, who were at, or are at your level when you first got into my mastermind, you know, beginning trying something new. And then they start working with me and I start, they, they're doing what you were doing, reaching out to me and saying, Allie, what can I do different? tell me, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me what to do, what to change, because this isn't working. And I look at their stuff. And sometimes some people are like, okay, this is, you need to switch it up. But for a lot of them, they're doing beautifully, just like you were. How many times did you message me like Allie? (laughs) And I would look at your stuff out and report back. And I'm like, Catherine, you're killing it. Keep doing what you're doing keep doing what you're doing, keep doing what you're doing. And you probably wanted to kill me. And, and I talk about this all the time. Like you have to set the stage or, you know, best way that I've, I think that I can put it is you're planting seeds here. You know, Mm -hmm. the first time you start showing up and providing value, the first time you start talking about a product or bringing anything to the table, you are planting seeds. And those seeds are not going to sprout overnight um, or the ones that are really going to provide some fruit for you. It's going to take some time. And you saw that beautifully. And it was like month four, all of a sudden it was boom three people were signing up, four people were signing up. Your volume was crazy. And that is the power of going about it the quote long way, or, you know, maybe some people might even call it the hard way, but 
it turns into this business for you that actually is working with team members that you actually want to work with that are actually working the business. And mm-hmm. that's what you saw. Definitely. And uh, for everyone out there listening, it was seven months, seven months was my tipping point. So it was actually a little bit longer. I did see results though. That's the thing is celebrating small wins, like getting 10 more customer orders than usual and then 10 more and then 10 more. It's like, Oh my gosh, that's growth. Right. Yes. And, um, and then, you know, consultants, that's a huge commitment. So getting ones that are worth it, like if in the grand scheme of things though, like seven months is nothing. No. I had been the title that I got in seven months for two years before I actually just put my mind to this, really making it a high quality strategy. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so seven months might sound like a long time. It's not because there's so much preparation that needs to be done for leadership anyway. And so the more that you can learn in that process, the more you can teach someone and Again, I've been able to teach this to those set, those people. Six people joined that July. And I was able to teach this to those people. And it worked. And it was just really, it's been, I have phone text message evidence of Catherine, you're right. All I had to do was bring quality, bring content, be a good friend to them, right? Be a good Insta friend. And, and people want this stuff. They do. You just have to prove your case. Yeah. Like if, you're warming them up. That's, that's all it is. And I love how you say you're just being a friend to them because I think that that is the simplest, best way to describe this, like how you show up online and how you talk to people and share any kind of value is literally pretending like you were talking to your best friend. How would you talk to your best friend? If your best friend messaged you asking you where you got your bed frame or the shoes that you're wearing, would you ignore her? No, you would respond thoughtfully. You'd share a link, even though it has nothing to do with your bottom line specifically. And I think if you can have that mentality and celebrate the small wins, like you said, celebrate all the engagement, all the little things that are transpiring, looking at that as proof is this is working. We're going somewhere. You will go somewhere if you maintain that. And I've seen it work with Catherine. I'm seeing it work in real time right now with my clients. And I've seen it work with myself doing the same thing, even though I'm in a different business. Mm -hmm. So if we were to give action steps to people listening right now, what would you think, like, what would you tell your team? What do you tell your team on how to do this? Yeah, I, you know, there's people on my team who have a hard time with this. And so we, we look at, um, for example, one of them has mostly women. I mean, a hundred percent women who follow her. And so I was like, Hey, well, who follows you? What, like think, like really be mindful. Like who's following me? What could they need the most? Right. So then we share based on their needs. Hey, is it mostly moms? Let's talk about some mom stuff. How do you pack? I mean, really build, build, um, you know, the value of, yourself as a friend to them. And then when it comes to product, let's just use some creativity slash common sense and be like, Hey, they might need, they might need this specific eye cream because they're tired moms or something like that. Right. So I just tell them that there is strategy behind this. It's kind of what I'm saying mm-hmm. is you don't, it's not just a shot in the dark, which is what a lot of people fear. Now, can we kind of just play devil's advocate for a second and say how this might not work? Because how this not work is if you bore people, 
which I know in our last podcast, we talked more about stories, but you do have to keep people engaged and keep their attention. I know that's one of your main pillars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keeping their attention. Absolutely. Yeah. And getting clear on who it is that you're wanting to serve and not being afraid to niche down. And that's something that I take all of my girls through and somebody can do this right now. Like get clear on, yeah, it's important to know who your audience is, but also like who can you serve best? If you're a mama and you're working from home or you have another full-time job and you're balancing this, you can speak to other moms really well who potentially could do the same thing, who are, who have a full-time job, who are paying out the butt in daycare expenses, who wishes that they could cut down to part-time, right? Like you can talk to that person very well and share, share value for her. So I always say like, get clear on who that woman is, who, who can relate to you? Who do you want on your team? And oftentimes it is yourself, somebody just like you, just a few steps behind you, like before you said yes to the side hustle or the direct sales business Mm -hmm. or your current, whatever you're doing, it's probably you. So go back there, put yourself back in your shoes a year or two ago. What were you struggling with? What questions did you have? What misconceptions did you have about direct sales? You know, and I know we talked about this on the last podcast. So anybody that's interested, you should go back and listen. Um, I can't remember what number, but I'll link in the show notes. Um, you had mis, you know, like I holdups and or yeah. hangups about direct sales and what that would mean about you. And a lot of people do before they finally say yes to it or take the time to think. So speak to that. If that was you to create content on that, like, Hey, I used yeah. to think that people in direct sales and MLMs were crazy and needy or whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm bring it to the light, talk to that person, meet them where they're at and serve them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, do that exactly. over time. and that's what you've done. Exactly. Exactly. Another, um, another question that's like, <clears throat> I was talking to Macy about it, which is a great point. It's like, Hey, when you want your business to grow, like this is another devil's advocate point. Like, Hey, do what you need to do to grow your business. Mm-hmm. Right. So some people are like, Hey, no one's reaching out to me. Like, can, what, what can I do to move the needle here? Right. Like, is there an appropriate way to kindly and, um, thoughtfully reach out to people and then say, Hey, you know, I care about you. And I was just wondering, like, you know, I'm doing this. I, um, you know, I was just wondering if, if I could serve you in any way, right? Like, is there a way? And I was just going through this with one of my teammates and, you know, I think she reached out to 10 and all 10 reached out to her. They were people who, this is important, had, she had credibility and trust with. Yep. And that is the hugest thing, in my opinion, is the credibility piece. Not people who you are like stranger danger with, not, you know, not anymore or yes, not then. Now it's like, you're a stranger to me now. Don't act like you care about me. That's the problem. Yes. We have current credibility. That's to me completely different. Totally different. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because I got the same question the other day. Um, It was from a leader who has this team who had just signed on some new members. And she was like, okay, we don't want to do cold messaging, but how do they launch their business? How do they get some quick wins? And, you know, because obviously they, they need, they signed up for a reason. And 
most of our reasons are we need to pay some freaking bills here. So mm-hmm. how can she help? She was wanting to know how she could help them, you know, and she knew what I had taught her, obviously, but she was like, is there any appropriate way to send a message? And I was like, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you have a warm market, cold messaging means out of the blue to people that you don't know, to a cold market that don't know you from Adam or you haven't talked to a long, uh, in a long time. And what I told her, and let me know what you think about this. I said, if you have somebody's phone number, in your phone and you have texted them or you have had some form of communication with them in the last six months, Mm. I think it is totally appropriate to be like, girlfriend, started this business. I'm now selling this. If you ever have a need or if you ever want to learn more, hit me up. I got you. Like to me, that is so appropriate. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think that you should do that, especially when you're first getting started. Mm-hmm. Do you think that timeline makes sense? Six months, honestly, that's, that's good. That's good. If, if someone had to stretch it to a year, depending on who it was, but you know, that's an art. We all know that it's an totally. art. Use your, um, use your judgment. Yeah. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And I just think it's important that People don't get legalistic about this approach too, right? Because that's the whole problem with cold messaging is like it turned into this religion of like, okay, I check my box, I check my box. Why isn't my business growing? And what we're trying to say is act more like you believe. If you like, and again, I know that your intentions are pure when you do send out messages. At the same time, taking that next step of like, hey man, like I want more people to know about this no matter how many followers you have, that's how many prospects you have. But Allie taught me. And that's, that's the amount of people who could like literally hear you for the first time and be like, wow, I'm, I'm going to keep listening to her. Mm-hmm. Just think yeah. it's so Yeah. Anyways, it is- keep acting based on like your belief and not something that someone told you to do yes. because that comes off very robotic comes off robotic. And yeah, whenever you do reach out to those people, obviously let's not do copy and paste. I mean, little things like that, just treat them like a person. That's what people want. Mm -hmm. And that will come across whenever you do it. So I think that there are definitely ways to go about it with a strategy that isn't as icky and copy and paste. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just the gist of it right there. I mean, we're building relationships here Mm -hmm. and there's no fast way to do it, but you can be more strategic and you can quicken the process by creating content that is tailored to who you are wanting to attract to your business. And that is how it works. And that's why I say all the time, this is how you attract people to you versus having to go out and get them. And that's what a lot of people see over time. That's what you're seeing now. You have laid the groundwork. You've planted so many seeds that now they're sprouting. People are coming to you, asking you about the stuff versus you feeling like you're having to claw your way to a goal now. For sure. And that's what I want people to understand is that when you show up for a specific type of person that specific type of person like actually can hear you because you're not being so general. And sometimes the people that we reach out to, we think, Oh, she's so pretty. Oh, she's so popular. Oh, she's, she would do amazing. And I'm just going to talk about how I sit on my butt doing nothing all day. And I make a ton of money. It's like, 
do you realize that you're attracting the popular girl from high school who wants to do nothing but sit on her butt? Right. Why don't you attract the hardworking person who wants to get up early, read the books, eat healthy, exercise, be a freaking boss woman? Why don't you talk to her? Mm-hmm. That's a lot more attractive. In my, I mean, that's who I attracted because that's who I want. Like, I want to be that person and I want to be around that person. And the people who join my team are incredibly impressive people because they knew like that was who we are. And there wasn't me. Yeah. That's how you were showing up. And I think, Mm -hmm. and that's something that we can leave everybody with is ultimately if you are wanting to attract a quote boss onto your team, a hustler, somebody who is going to bust their butt and who wants to make an actual business out of this, you need to be showing up as that person first because mm-hmm. people aren't going to sign on to a team under a leader that they don't want to aspire to be like or that they don't aspire to be like. That wouldn't make any sense. There are so many other Rodan and Fields consultants out there to choose from or Mary Kay or Zaya or whatever business you're in. There's not a shortage of leaders here. So if you're trying to attract in a certain caliber of woman, And you're not doing that. And second half of this is to look at yourself. Are you showing up as as that person that you're wanting to attract in? And if so, are you showcasing that through your social media? Are you sharing the personal development or, you know, whatever? And it doesn't have to be that. It can be whatever it is. But are you demonstrating that and showing the world and those people, hey, this is who I am. This is who I'm looking for. And this is your next step to move forward with me. Mm. Boom. Literally. I have nothing else to say. That's exactly <laughs> it. Your yeah. vibe your tribe or whatever. That's exactly it. It's true. It you is people can feel that. They can feel it. That's right. Well, Catherine, I just I'm gonna have you on every month, I think. <laughs> Cause you're great for my numbers. It's so, easy. <laughs> okay. it's so, well, that's another reason it's so easy. And that, I was really excited to have you on here. I was like, Oh, I just get to have a conversation. Like we always do. It's just going to be recorded. Um, I adore you. I am so, I don't want to say proud because I, I, I don't want to be like, I, I'm just, I am though. I'm so proud of you. Like you are freaking you're slaying and you are demonstrating what it means to be a leader and you truly are changing an industry and so is your team and you are just I've mentioned the ripple effect a lot this week but you are proof of this like the ripple effect of you learning something and making your own strategy and attracting in these boss women, teaching them and they're going out and doing the same. And you truly are changing an industry because of how great you are and how, how much of a hustler you are and all the things. So I just love it. Just thank you for everything. It means the most. Thank you. You're the best. All right. We'll have you on again soon. If um, anybody listening has other ideas that you want Catherine to touch on, message us because- Cold message us. Cold message us. (laughs) Yeah. If you, that's the only reason why I would want you to call message me is for (laughs) podcast topic ideas and to let us know what you think of this, of course. Oh my gosh. Ah. All right, Kitty Cat. We will talk again on here soon. Awesome. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. 
My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.